an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't, Don't worry. It's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Welcome to It's Just a Ghost. I am your host, Mary Jensen. And I am the co-ghost, Perry Jones. After we investigated Elsie the Ghost in the Evergreen Cemetery for episode 12, we decided we wanted to find other places to investigate. With a quick Google search, we came across a Belchertown School for the Feeble-Minded. During our research, we found out this place has an extremely dark and ugly past. And let me tell you, this place is crazy haunted. We have done two investigations there, and both times we got several EVPs of disembodied whispers and what sounds like voices trying to communicate. You will hear all the EVPs later in this episode and can view the photos on the website at entertainment-source.com. Let's begin by talking about some of the history of this place. The Belchertown State School for the Feeble-Minded, later known as the Belchertown State School, was established in 1922 in Belchertown, Massachusetts. It became known for inhumane conditions and poor treatment of its patients. After its establishment, the school became the only institution for developmentally disabled children in Western Massachusetts. Conditions deteriorated over the next few decades. Wards were overcrowded and attendance overworked, resulting in less than acceptable conditions, neglect, and abuse. Initially, things were perceived well at Belchertown School, but by 1945 and in the following years, it would be exposed that patients were having good teeth removed for easy force feeding, sexual abuse, vermin infestation of wards, not properly being taken to the bathroom, and patients sitting in their own excrement, overall neglect, and much more. When 1972 came, so did the first class action lawsuit against Belchertown, and so did the resignation of the superintendent. With these followed more lawsuits and more resignations and books written by patients who suffered depravity at the Belchertown School for the Feeble-Minded. The continuance of deinstitutionalization and more personalized care facilities, the school shut down in 1992. The building complex was listed on the National Register of Historical Places in 1994. The 848-acre campus once comprised 57 buildings. Today, approximately 20 buildings remain. Many have been torn down to build apartment complexes and small business. The post office and the police station stand on the grounds right in front. The 20 or so remaining buildings are now boarded up. Graffiti and vandalism have run rampant. The buildings are full of asbestos and the interiors are not structurally sound. There are no trespassing signs scattered about the property. However, relics remain at the old state school. One room in a large dormitory building still has plastic mats nailed to the walls. I'm assuming used as a padded cell. There are wheelchairs, broken sinks, and toilets, and mattresses, etc. According to an article published in 2019 in the Daily Hampshire Gazette, Richard Dresser, 66, 
spent nearly 10 years of his youth at the Belchertown State School for the Feeble-Minded, an experience that formed and shaped the person he became, an advocate for the disabled. A victim of abuse and neglect himself, Dresser has made it a mission to pass on memories of the Belchertown State School and to be a voice for those residents whom he calls clients, who could not speak for themselves. He speaks regularly at the Department of Development Services to help staffers understand the people they support in group homes, many of whom are former residents of the Belchertown State School. Hey Perry, didn't you tell me before that you know somebody that had applied there to work? They did apply. This was in the late 70s or early or, early or mid 80s. They had just finished nursing school and they went uh, to Belgiantown State Hospital or State School to apply for a job there. And they sent her from building to building, but she kind of got all creeped out. She could hear people crying in the buildings and there was all kinds of strange noises that she said she really, really didn't like. And she also said that she got really, really bad vibes about the people, I mean, about the school. And they just made her wait forever and after, and. Finally, when they got to her, she just said, I'm, I'm not, I don't want this job, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to work in that kind of environment, yeah. you know, with hearing the people suffering. And, you know, like, I mean, our podcast, it's called It's Just a Ghost. So, you know, we focus on the paranormal and weird things like that. And, you know, all the spirits and ghosts and stuff like that, they, they used to be people. That's right. You know, and sometimes you forget that. And especially with, like, a, a place like this school, mm -hmm. you know, they were people right. that suffered yeah. and were abused and neglected, <clears throat> you know, for their whole stay there, probably. Yeah. And a lot of people died there. That's right. You know, and we went there because we wanted to get the haunts and stuff. And mm -hmm. it was so heartbreaking, you know, to just think about what happened there. And, I think for me anyway, and it just really hit home that, you know, these spirits that roam around here or in the buildings, they were real people. Right. You know, so it's not just the haunts. It's like, and that's why we wanted to cover, you know, the history yeah. and let people know what it was like there. When you disassociate the ghost from the person, it makes it easier to, you know, go to places like this and just find out what's going on. But when you remember or when you think about, like you said, that each ghost used to be a person, mm -hmm. it's like you can get really, really sad about it sometimes because you know that this person must have gone through something really, really evil or very traumatic mm -hmm. like happened at this place. Yeah, and, you know, like the EVPs that we have coming up, we couldn't hear, well, we heard a few whispers, mm. but we'll talk about that later. But we really couldn't hear anything until we played them back later. That's so, right. But we'll get to all that after. So if you're interested in learning more, you should check out this book, The Girls and Boys of Belchertown, A Social History of the Belchertown State School for the Feeble-Minded by Robert Hornick. He recounts the story of the school in Belchertown, Massachusetts, from its beginnings in the 1920s to its closure in the 1990s following a scandalous expose an unprecedented court case that put the institution under direct supervision of a federal judge. He draws on personal interviews, private letters, 
and other unpublished sources as well as local newspapers, long out of print materials and government reports to recreate what it was like to live and work at the school. More broadly, he gauges the impact of changing social attitudes toward intellectual disability and examines the relationships that developed over time between the school and the town where it was located. What emerges is a candid and complex portrait of the Belgertown State School that neither vilifies nor excuses the injustices perpetrated on its residents. But makes clear that despite the court-ordered reforms of the final decades, the institution needed to be closed. Are you wondering if this place is haunted? We wondered the very same thing. And so Perry and I decided to take a ride out to Belchertown and check out what remains of the Belchertown State School. The EVPs and photos we obtained during our investigations prove it to be crazy haunted indeed. For those who don't know what EVP is, it is electronic voice phenomena that are sounds found on electronic recordings that are interpretations, spirit voices that have been either unintentionally recorded or intentionally requested and recorded. So yeah, we just used a regular handheld recorder like you would use for a business meeting or an interview. Mm -hmm. We didn't go out and buy a special EVP recorder. Um, I don't really like those because a lot of times when you buy those kind of recorders, they implant stuff in it. Right from what I've heard, and so just using a regular regular recorder, you know that mm -hmm. this is real. So for resource links for this episode, the article in the book can be found on our website at oh, entertainment-source.com. You can also find the pictures that Mary and I took during our investigations at the school. Some of them are pretty creepy. Let's tell our listeners about the first building we visited. I got a severely creepy feeling all around that building both times we went. What about you, Perry? The first building was definitely the creepiest building that uh, we went to. Um, and it's like the building that's almost mostly the one that's out in the open. I mean, anyone can access it. There's no, no trespassing signs. You can get to it easily. But just being there was so, so creepy. You could feel something. You could feel something was was there. Yeah, especially the first time. Like we almost didn't even want to be around it. Right. You know, and it's daylight, the sun's out. Yeah. But it was creepy, mm -hmm. and that's the building that you took a bunch of pictures out of windows. You'll be able to see on the website. Right. And all different kinds of faces in the windows, and that would change. Yeah. Right, Perry. I mean, you stood in the same spot. And just clicked off a few shots of that window without moving. The light didn't have enough time to change. Mm -hmm. Tell them a little bit about what you found after you, when you looked at the photos. Yeah, well, I, I stood in one spot. And I was just, for some reason, I just felt there was something in the window, even though I couldn't see anything in the window. And so I just clicked off a bunch of photos, all, one right after the other, standing in the same place. I didn't move. The sun didn't change. There's no more clouds or anything like that. And then later on, when I started looking at the photos, and I got home, and I blew them up on my computer, there was all these people and faces and stuff in the photos. It was, it was really cool, but it was also kind of creepy. Yeah, and you know that it's real because you can look at one photo, 
and you'll see what we mean when you look at the pictures on the website but you can look at one photo and say it's like the upper window bottom left panel mm -hmm. of the window a pane you might i mean this is just an example i don't know if we really had one in there but there might be a face in that and you look at the next picture he shot the same exact photo taken right after right. and there's nothing in that pane but there'll be something in a different pane that right. wasn't in, you know so like just a few wide. seconds later too and it's not there but there's something in some other pane something in a different window or mm -hmm. something totally different it was that was that was so i mean it wasn't really scary at the time but it was just creepy and then when i looked at him it was like oh my goodness yeah because you couldn't see him by just looking at the windows you, you couldn't and no. so that's why it's always good like to take a ton of pictures everywhere you know because you don't know you don't see it with the naked eye but you look at the pictures same thing with the evps right you know i have so i was like holding the recorder and just kind of like going at different places around the building and just standing still and letting the recorder go and these first evps that we'll be playing in just a minute or so are taken at that building and they're creepy and same thing i couldn't hear them with the naked ear but i got home and started going through the audio i was mm -hmm. like whoa all right so let's do that let's play the first dvps So what did you think about those, Perry? Well, when we were there, we really didn't hear anything. But when we listened to the EVPs, they were really creepy. Especially a couple of those voices were just not even creepy. They were scary. <laughs> yeah, and didn't didn't it sound like a man to you? Yes. Like the one that was really, like obvious, said it was someone trying to communicate. And you can almost almost understand that he, what he's saying, but it's like just out of out of interpretation just out of understanding if um if anyone can understand what he's saying please let us know yeah i mean feel free to email us with any comments or anything about this episode or any episode really mm. we'd love to hear what you think about these evps like perry said if you might have a guess or you know a theory about what you heard on any of them please let us know because we'll do a follow-up episode with stuff so. that's right so now and then we visited what we believe is a dorm one of the dorm buildings and there was some stairs going up to a porch in the back and it had a broken window on the porch like just small and it was I don't know, waist high or maybe even a little mm -hmm. high or something like that. But okay. the window was gone and the board, you know, wasn't boarded up like a lot of the windows. So we went up there and we could hear, actually hear some whispers from the just naked ear. Right. Yeah, we could. And at first I thought it was the wind. But then the wind stopped for a second and I could still hear this sound from in, and it was coming from inside the building, but not outside. So I said, well, that's probably not the wind. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think Perry, he held the recorder. We didn't want to, he didn't want to, and I didn't either. We didn't want to put our arm like in there because it's pitch dark in there. Yeah. And 
I don't want to get grabbed and pulled into the building by something. Yeah, we're not we're not the bravest, bravest. But yeah, so we held the recorder there. So you know that'll be coming up, and um, so that building also underneath it, like if you you know it's kind of like if you go underneath the porch, it's all open under there. There was a there was a brick wall, mm -hmm. and we heard tapping. We <laughs> swear we heard tapping coming from the other side of the wall. Right. Yeah, it's where the basement is, and it was like a big garage door used to be there, perhaps, where they got deliveries, and now it's all bricked up. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, was it you that tapped on it first, and then there was, or was it me, one of us, who tapped on it, and somebody tapped back. <laughs> yeah, and that was the first visit. Yeah. And so we checked out that wall again on the second visit, and we couldn't get any yeah. response back. So. Yeah, there was nothing the second time around. The second time around, this whole place seemed a lot less creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it's because <clears throat> we kind of knew what to expect, or but we didn't get nearly as many v EVPs on the second visit, so maybe they just weren't active right. as active either. Yeah. On the second one, so. I think they just weren't as active for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. And there was other people walking around, too, on the second visit. We ran into three different groups of people. Mm -hmm. So maybe they just kind of, like, decided to just kind of hide out that day, you know? Right. But it's like anywhere you go. You can go somewhere ten times that you've heard is haunted and you're like, nothing. Mm -hmm. But you just hit it just right, like we did the first time, and, and right. you can and get stuff. So, <clears throat> but that building, we got EVP both visits on that. Yes. So both of those will play. We didn't. It wouldn't. The recorder wouldn't pick up the tapping though. I didn't pick up the tapping. It didn't pick up the tapping. Hmm. It was very light. It was very light. You had to be real right, right next to it to get it right. Yeah, so that, that didn't really pick up the tapping. Right. So, okay, we're going to play the EVP from that dorm building next. Anybody here? Anybody around? This next EVP was recorded at the same building, but only on our second visit. Alrighty then. Okay, Perry, now what did you think of those? Because Perry's just hearing these for the first time. Yeah, this is the first time for me hearing this and... These are really, really creepy. And on that, the last part of that EVP, you can actually hear the guy say, help me. Yeah, I agree. So that's from the second visit. Yeah. And I think this one's even creepier than the other building. I think so, too. This is really creepy. Yeah. This is this is on the borderline of scary. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't listened to him for a couple of weeks. Right. And I was getting the creeps again. Yeah. So... 
And we couldn't hear these in person. That's the crazy thing. And, no. Yeah. There was nothing. Nothing. That I can't believe. So, those people... And, you know, I wish we knew how to help them. I know. I mean, if we could, like, hear them while we were there... Yeah. Then maybe we could actually, like, help them. Right. You know, like, find out why they're still here. How do yeah. you not know how to leave here, you know? Follow the light! Right. Go to the right. light, you know? But we can't tell until we get home and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to communicate with them. I mean... Maybe, I know people have heard things like how loud you have at your house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should, it might be worth taking another trip there. You know, if we go there enough, Mm. they might really trust us. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, we'll have to think about that. Because I forgot to tell you. I think we should take another trip there. I'm not sure when, but. Yeah, maybe. Sometime this summer. Sometime, yeah. And I wanted to tell you too, um, Kathy and I. Um, we went to meet some friends in Northampton last weekend for a bike ride and a hike. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to see this place. Like, we didn't get out and walk around, but we came home that way. Mm-hmm. And coming from that direction, I took the first road, like, before the police station. Mm-hmm. Not the one that we went down on the other side of the police station. I took that one by mistake. There's more buildings there. There is. There was only, like, two or three, but... We didn't know they were there, so if we do go back, we should check out we those, should check too. those out. Yeah. Let's talk about the building now um, that it looked like it had burned, part of it had burned, and we did get some EVP there on both visits, and you had trouble texting with your phone while we were there. Yeah, I forgot why I was text. texting. Um, I think someone wanted to know where I was or to pick something up on the way home. And so I was going to text them back, but every time I started texting, but the phone would die. It was like, then I'd stop. Then as soon as I stopped texting, it would come back up again. And then I'd start texting again, and it would die again. And yeah. I did it like three or four times. I said, what the heck? So I just gave up. And I was standing fairly close to you with the recorder, and we got EVPs did you? that day. Wow. And on the second visit, we got EVPs at that building, too. Wow. So, all right. Perry and I are going to listen to that right now, and we'll play it for you. You freaking thing. Why do you do that? What the heck is going on with this phone? It's so weird. I can't even get one message out anymore. It's like someone else is trying... <laughs> it's like someone else is trying to use it when I'm using it. But every time I type, it stops like someone else is trying to type it to something at the same time. That is freaky. This next EVP was recorded at that same building, only on our second visit. 
Hey, Perry, so that was from the burnt out building where you had trouble with your phone. What did you think? That one was crazy, crazy scary. <laughs> Especially the second day, right? Yeah, the second day was, that was insane. Um, I had no, I, I have no idea what they were saying. It sounded like it was an echoing. For a moment, I thought I heard even a tone of music or something in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and possibly even other voices in the background. Um, so I don't know, but it was, that one was creepy. So we have one more building that we got an EVP at, just one on the first visit. So that's the building with the window, you know, with the striped walls. Mm-hmm. And the one that I thought was the elevator shaft, but it's really just a room and it's like the window is open. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember? And like we looked in there and there's a picture of that on the website. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember feeling anything creepy there. I I don't know. I don't think we did. I mean, I think I even stuck my arm in the window. Yeah. Because it was a little bit lighter, too. You could kind of see inside. Yes. But I did get an EVP from there. So. Yeah, I didn't feel anything, I don't think, from that building. No, me neither, but we did get an EVP. Okay. All right, so we'll listen to that now. There's like an elevator or something. Oh, there's a ladder going down. All right, so there was the two EVPs from... Now, I was just saying that those were from a window to a room. And then in the EVP, you're talking about the elevator shaft that we saw. So those had to be from the elevator shaft. So I think I just got that mixed up, but that is in the EVP. So that was the elevator shaft. Because I don't remember feeling anything with that room. Right. And the elevator shaft, I'm not sure if I actually felt anything in the elevator shaft either. But Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. But as you can see... We got EVPs from there, mm. and that one little section that it sounds like saying bad one, right? Bad one. Yeah, so I wonder why there would be somebody, I wonder if like a child or something got, you know, punished by be- being put into the elevator shaft, or maybe. even the elevator when it was there, Yeah. and that was maybe, you know, a right. child trying to, you know, tell us. Yeah. Like, this is the bad one. This is this person is the bad one. They put me here or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it did, I mean, you know, even it's hard to tell. Like, a couple of the previous ones, you could tell it was like a man's voice. Mm-hmm. And this kind of did sound like a, it could be a child. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. So, there is our two investigations. Right. At the Belchertown School for the Feeble-Minded in Belchertown, Massachusetts. And it was later known just as the Belchertown State School. Mm-hmm. And these were during the day. They were at night. These were like around noontime for both of these visits. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was midnight or anything. And this all happened during the day. Yeah. That's really cool. I think I'd be afraid to go there at night. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because like we said, there are trespassing signs or no trespassing signs scattered around. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of, you know, just kind of sneaking around because 
people have been arrested right. in the past for checking these places out. But, um, yeah, so I don't really recommend that you go there. I mean, that's up to you, but don't, you know, we're not telling you to go there. Because mm-hmm. um, we can keep you updated what's going on there anyway. Right. The only buildings you could go to are the ones that are across from the old age center. Those three don't have no trespassing signs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the first and one of those is the really creepy one where we got so much EVPs. Yeah, so we definitely want to go back there again. And, and you know, not too far future because we don't know if they're gonna tear down more of the buildings. Right. Yeah. And also because I had discovered there's a at least two or three more buildings that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And part of it is for sale, and it looks like they're doing construction there, so who knows how much longer these buildings are going to be there. Yeah, so maybe we should go soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we will run another episode when we do, you know, after we do another investigation there. It'll probably be a few weeks, because... Mm-hmm. We're really getting into this investigation stuff, huh? I know. This is cool. <laughs> it is. It's fun. And yeah. we actually have another place in mind right now. I'm going to keep you in the dark about it for now, though. But it sounds like a creepy place, too, that maybe we will be able to get some EVPs from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be checking into that pretty soon. We will. And as always, if you have any paranormal stories of your own, if you've ever experienced anything weird, please email them to us, and because if you're new to the show, we do a variety of things. We do listener stories. I've read some of, you know, fiction that I've written, our investigations. I've interviewed, like, writers that have written, like, about the paranormal and stuff. So we do a lot of different things here. So we need you to send in your stories. (laughs) We've gotten a few. But we want a whole bunch. Right. Right, Perry? Yeah. Send them in. Send them in. Send them to entertainment underscore source at yahoo.com. And we'll read them on our show. And also, don't forget, um, please feel free to email us, too, what you think about these EVPs. You know, your interpretations of what, you know, you think people are saying. And... You know, if you, you can hear them, if, if you hear anything, if you can understand what they're saying, and like Mary said, if you can interpret anything about what's being said, let us know. Yeah, definitely. And if you don't mind being recorded, you could just also give your phone number and what would be a good time for you to do a short interview over the phone to be included on the follow-up of this. Or if you don't want that, you can just type it up and we'll read it. That's true. Yeah. All right. So the deadline to send in your interpretations for these EVPs is June 22nd. That email address, again, is entertainment underscore source at yahoo.com. And don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. Um, help get our name out there if you like this podcast. You know, share it, um, review All that good stuff. We really appreciate it. And all right, we'll see you next time. All right, goodbye. Hello there. I just have a little add-on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is 
It's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. And the website is it's just a ghostpodcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to It's Just a Ghost Podcast at Yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number two. And also on Instagram at It's Just a Ghost Podcast. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.